Pass, 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 pass. Pass the poutine. This is the poutine. Fries, cheese curds, and chicken gravy. This is the poutine. Hi, everyone. It's your host, Nina, from Pass the Poutine Podcast. Today, we have two very special guests. Our two returning guests from last week's episode, The Empire Strikes Back, GameStop. We have Aaron from First Generations Podcast and Gavin from DIU Pod. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for coming back to do a part two with me. And welcome back on the show. What's going on? Holding back some tears now, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll get into that later, I guess. Gavin and I were talking and we're like, I think I'm going to do the crying and then you'll do the laughing and maybe at one point we'll switch. (laughs) Oh, no. We were so, well, I don't know about you guys. Well, I was super pumped about GameStop last week. I was like, you guys, this is a revolution. This is a populist movement right now. You know what I mean? This is like Occupy Wall Street takes on the internet, digital Occupy Wall Street. You know, a week has passed (laughs) and things have changed. And we talked a lot about price volatility. I think GameStop closed at, I don't know, was it 200 something, 300 something last Friday? And today, what is the date february 5th on friday gamestop closed at 63 gavin how do you feel about this you know i've I had a, a, a while to to process my thoughts i was so eager last week if you, you know you remember me put me in coach put me in coach i, I wasn't ready i wasn't ready for the big <laughs> leagues send me back down to the minors in all honesty though i think what we said last week you know it's still true in terms of the weight of the movement uh mm. it's just not our time yet, you know. I noticed you titled last week's episode Empire Strikes Back. I did. I think that should have been more of a the new hope, you know. <laughs> was that the first was that episode 4, New Hope? I this... I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that that title. <laughs> the new the new hope because that's when Luke destroys the Death Star. Oh, okay. That's the first squeeze, you know. Last week. Oh, I see, I see. Ep- okay. The next episode, Empire Strikes Back was at five, episode five. Some boring shit. Nothing happens. Okay. Luke's training. That's us this week. <laughs> you know, we're training. <laughs> we're training for the stock markets. So when we inevitably do part three of this pod, when yep. when we're all millionaires. You already know. That's going to be when, uh, you know, Luke wins at the end. Episode six. I'm ready. What's the title of that episode? Fuck. (laughs) What's it called? (laughs) The Jedi. Oh, man. Oh, man. Talking so much shit about Star Wars. Let me me Google this. (laughs) I I can't even chime in. I I don't know that much about Star Wars. Return of the Jedi. Return Return of the the Jedi. Return of the GME. Oh, I like it. I like it. Return of the GME. You guys, we already have part three. The name... Uh, the title of part three, Return of the G-M-E. I'm ready Listen, for it. Listen, it might not come out next week. It might not come out. It might not even come out this year. It might not even. Who knows? <laughs> this might be a long play. <laughs> this episode, be... <laughs> episode one and two, back to back weeks. Episode three, 50 years later. We're still talking about our our 10 shares in GameStop 50 years from now. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone who listened to last week's episode and you're listening to this episode, it's obvious Gavin and I are not millionaires. Um, And that's why we've congregated to talk about the stock again um, in hopes that, you know, maybe it will go up. I visited my older brother, my oldest brother. He's like over 40 
on Sunday. So, you know, I'm still very hyped up about this. Like the next day is Monday. The stock market's going to open again. Like we don't know what's going to happen. And obviously we talked about GameStop and I told him, I was like, you know, have you invested in GameStop? And he's like, well, you know, that's like, it's super volatile. Um, and I don't think it's a good way to make money. But then he said, as he was reading more of the news, instead of like people buying GameStop to make money, it was kind of being branded as this movement, you know, this movement against Wall Street, um, retailers, um, investing, doing DD, just as like any financial analyst can do. You know, there's no more wall to um, between a retail investor or there's no wall between a normal person and investing in stocks and shares anymore. Everyone, everything, everyone can do everything online. So he was saying that now that it's um, marketed as a movement, he, people like in his age range are more likely to invest kind of just to be a part of history rather than to make money. So when I heard that from him, I was like, Oh shit, maybe GameStop will go up on Monday. Um, as we saw on Monday, precipitous fall, precipitous <laughs> fall. It went down to like 80, I think on Monday. It went down to like 80 or something crazy, right? Yeah, it was from 230 to 80. Oh, wow. Yeah, Aaron. I mean, as a as a finance guy, I remember I remember hearing a lot of uh oh's in our last episode from you, you know, after we we're telling you there's a lot of emotional investing going on. What do you think after you have? I don't know. Now that we're here a week later and you see it go down so much and um, Gavin and I are not millionaires. I'm so disappointed. Just, we're not millionaires. Aaron, Gavin, just, like <laughs> You don't need to say you don't just don't give us the I told you so. I, I know you're a good guy. You're not going to do us dirty like that. Oh no, I'm I'm not gonna say that. It's uh, it's it, it'd be no value in doing so. And at the end of the day, it's it's there's still a lot of uncertainty, right? Episode three. There's still episode three. There's 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 still hope. <laughs> there's there's still there's still hope. The new hope. The new hope still exists. Um, but yeah, it's I guess per like from my personal standpoint, um, when I looked at it, I looked at for, at it from like a technical analysis standpoint, where I was looking at the charts. Yeah, quickly looking at it, it, for me, it was like, stay the fuck away. Like, it's way too... What? Was it just too volatile? It's not just too... Well, just the movement of the price, right? Because all of a sudden, like, you have price lingering from $20 USD for, like, the past, like, you know, how long? But it was lingering from, like, $5 USD to, like, a high of $20 USD in, like, around January. And then all of a sudden, you have... Mm -hmm. Like what? Like January twenty fifth, it's it went from seventy six dollars USD and it spiked all the way to three forty seven. Like that's a parabolic pattern, right? So in, and when it comes to trading, that's like, uh, that's that's like a red flag for like super high risk. Like you can't, it's like you. There's not much you can forecast or much charting will do. And based on history and what prior charts, like this usually, uh, if you don't get in at the right time prior to this parabolic like increase like you it's um you've already missed the boat on getting in for most of the times right so when i looked at it when we did a recording it's like holy shit it's already parabolic at the point where it was still there was still opportunity for it to go up but it's like for me it's yeah the opportunity's gone because like you already missed the or i thought the boat has already been missed right and usually what happens like based on prior history or historical data with charting is that when this happens it, it it's followed up with like a giant drop right so that's that's my perspective i was like it, it wasn't surprising i guess but 
um, I, I still think like there's still so much uncertainty going on. So it's hard to predict what, what will happen. We just wanted to believe. We just wanted to believe. That was the longest I told you so I've ever heard in my life. It's not really. <laughs> but, 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 but here's also the thing, right? Like when you're in a par- parabolic curve like that, it's hard to forecast when it will like when it will peak at right like for all we know there's also a possibility that it could have the price could still continue to peak to like let's say four hundred dollars or or five hundred or seven hundred there's always that possibility we just don't know right but obviously with like whatever all that shenanigans that robin hood's dealing with uh or the other brokerages are dealing with whether it's like limited buying allowed and whatsoever like that all has like different influences right it absolutely killed the momentum <laughs> and you know people were saying it could have went a lot higher uh if not for that uh move by by the brokers to limit or stop buying GameStop. Exactly. I I really think it could have gone a lot higher. There was a lot of momentum. A lot of people were jumping on and then suddenly get like a slap in the face from from someone at the top. And then a lot of people are going to take that as a message to to step down because they have more power. Those motherfuckers. uh. (laughs) Those motherfuckers. Sorry. Are are we allowed to swear on this? (laughs) You're not allowed. This is a Christian podcast. Oh, I'm gonna have to repent my sins. Lord, please raise the GME from the dead. Three days after. Exactly, Gavin. Uh, every night I pray to God. Um, please let the stock price go up. Please, please let me break even. Um, you know, oh, there's there's man. been a lot of uh, talks about this week there being more short ladder attacks yes. with GameStop. And then people have been comparing the prices of like GameStop and AMC and, you know, just like layering them on top of each other. And when you look at these two charts, you can't even differentiate them because when one peaks, the other peaks, when one dips, the other dips at the exact same time. So a lot of people are saying this is evidence of market manipulation. I don't know, guys. What do you think about that? It's evident. Like it's for those that for those people that think that market manipulation does not exist, that is such horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> like to me, it just looks very blatant. But like, what can we do, right? Like, what can any of us do? Because they're all in bed together. They all have similar interests, and like, there's only so much we can do. You know, there's only so much stock we can hold and buy. <laughs> And things like that. You know, what's interesting, though, is that short data, the percentage of shorts that the hedge funds have on GameStop doesn't come out till February 9th. So there is a chance that if the data comes out and there's still, you know, a decent amount of uh, percentage of shorts on GameStop, do you think there's a chance that people might buy back in, um, thereby increasing the price of GameStop again? Based on my Reddit perusing, <laughs> Reddit <University. laughs> that seems to be that seems to be our our hope. That's why everyone, because I, I feel like every time the uh, the price drops, someone on Reddit says, "Oh, well, you know, we gotta wait to this. We gotta wait for that." And the, the next thing on this list is that February 9th uh, short report so i don't know if i can hold too much weight on being how important it is of course we, we will see what happens i'm i don't plan on <laughs> selling at like 63 dollars because if if, if we want to lose money i'm just, just go to zero just, just fuck it 
right, right. Diamond hands till you die. <laughs> Diamond hands. First of all, yes. Go, go, go all in or don't go in at all. But realistically, I didn't. I didn't spend my life savings. I, I didn't spend a huge chunk of money. It's, it'd be nice, of course, to to break even or even earn a bit of profit. But I think what what's uh, interesting about this phenomenon is, besides being part of the movement, is that we're seeing how, like last week, I was talking about how a lot of new investors are starting it. This has been a costly lesson, to say the least. I'm still going to hold, though. I'm still holding, because... Because diamond fucking hands. <laughs> diamond fucking hands. That's all you can say. Like, that's all you can say. Like, well... Ain't no paper hand, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can never... If I sold, I could never show my face back on past the Poutine podcast. I'd just be like, well... Yep. Yep. I would... Uh, that's it. Per- permanent ban. Retire from podcasting. <laughs> permanent ban. <laughs> um yeah yeah no it's uh uh it's 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 been a dark week you guys it's been a dark week i was so excited last week but you know reality has um come in you know it's been raining a lot raining a lot metaphorically and and literally in vancouver i assume you've assumed correctly (laughs) yeah it's been raining so much that's bleak man it's really bleak it was raining so much this week and i was like jesus christ staring out the window Looking at the raindrops coming down, thinking about GME. <laughs> I, I always think about that sad, that sad song. Um, it's just like sad piano music. And uh, then I like look out the window and I'm like, oh my God, what is my life? Like, uh, I, yeah. But you know, what's going on with GameStop right now is that there has been an investigation that is going on <laughs> now. So uh, did you guys hear about that? I heard about it. Enlighten us. Please, I heard about it, but enlighten us. Oh, man. You guys know I don't do any research, right? So, um, yeah, I just heard there's an investigation going on. Uh, Obviously, we want the SEC to investigate the hedge funds and everybody, but it seems like they are more likely going to investigate Reddit instead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh I don't know. Absolutely. It's yep. really, yep. it's really bizarre. Like, so yeah, so they, they did file a lawsuit against like Robin Hood and other brokers uh, for the trade halting in a free market, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as they're investigating, they actually called the, the Reddit Wall Street bets guy deep fucking value to go testify so before he was called to testify he was like updating on reddit like every couple of days just to show that he's still holding and when he would make a post everyone would be like oh my god if he's still in i'm still in if he's still in i'm still in oh my god the god is here blah 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 and um he made a last post like i don't know yesterday or two days ago being like by the way i'm gonna stop updating daily just to like I guess give everyone a message that not that he's selling, but he's just he can't post anymore because I guess it could be used against him in court. I'm guessing he got advice from his counselor or something. So, yeah, he is being called to testify. So I think that will be really interesting. I think it will be really fucked up if they actually somehow turn it on him being the market manipulator. You know what I mean? Like instead of it being like the hedge funds shorting and screwing themselves over, they blame it on, you know, this guy who literally has a YouTube page and posted 
a shit ton of videos about GameStop. So I don't know what you can say about that. Like, I don't think he's necessarily giving financial advice, but he has a lot of videos on GameStop and he's been posting like well over a year ago about this. So it will be, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, you guys. This is so, what's what's going on? What's happening? Well, seeing as how past the Putin's um, a Christian podcast, yeah. this is exactly like when, when Jesus was walking to the, the crucifixion, you know, exactly the same. You know, I see no difference. When he goes and testifies, when he goes and testifies <laughs> in whatever, late February, that's that's basically the same situation. Uncanny. You know, three days later from that testifying day, Nina, you and I will, will get our dues. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> And, and and that is why um Between is a Christian podcast. And that's why we're talking about these these events and these analogies because they're exactly the same, no different. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't see any difference. I don't see yes. any difference. Same, same. Um every you know, there's gotta be someone being sacrificed and uh yeah. we'll see who it is. Um in the end. Oh my god. Yeah, if they actually blame this guy, this internet guy, yo, for this whole oh, that—that's so fucked Dude, up, man. It's gonna be so fucked. It is. You know what? It's. It sounds fucked. Like I think between us, us three right now, we we know it's fucked, right? But mm-hmm. this is how society is. It's possible. You know what I mean, like, like I feel like it's a, yeah. the societal norms that's being passed out right now. Like it's, it's what's being promoted. Which is so fucking ass backwards. You're like, it's fucked, but it's also in line with how fucked up our society is. Totally. Like, again, going back to, you know, the relationship with double standards. Like, fuck. <laughs> Let's talk more about your toxic relationship, Aaron. I'm very depressed right now. Oh, this, 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 this has nothing to do with my, my, my toxic relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm just, like, putting it out there. Like, for those that have been in a, in a toxic relationship, like, like that, like... They feel right. We're able to make a connection. <laughs> um, you can mm-hmm, you can message mm-hmm. Aaron on Instagram about your toxic relationships. I'm I'm all ears. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> He'll give you advice um, on on how to deal with that. But you know this whole investigation thing about how the brokers halted trading. It really you know like I'm sure everyone at this point has heard the quote if the service is free then you are the product and i feel like that has never been more true than it is now with what's happened with the commission-free broker apps and what i've heard too and i guess it makes sense is like the reason Robinhood is free is because they sell your data to hedge funds um so they know like what your sell limits are and that kind of gives the hedge funds an edge on what to do what moves to make in the day so i guess after using right so i guess after uh after learning all of this you know like you said, Gavin, this is a very expensive lesson, but I think it's, you know, I think it's not too bad that we're making a bunch of mistakes before we turn 30 and not after we turn 30, right? So um, where we can afford to lose money and, and you know, kind of learn things the hard way. So, yeah, I, I think after this, Quest Trade all the way. I don't even know about Well Simple anymore <laughs> at this point. Like, to be honest, like, I'll pay that $5, $10 commission fee if I don't have to deal with all this extra bullshit. <laughs> like, holy shit. A lot of people, at least on Reddit, has, has left Robinhood. Right. Right. Just for these mm-hmm. reasons you're talking about. They're corrupt or they're in bed with the hedge funds. Um, I don't know. Like, I know today Robinhood uh, took off their limits 
right. for GME, mm-hmm. other stocks, right? But I, I, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be enough. Hopefully, because a lot of people might have lost faith or lost trust in Robinhood, which is, you know, one of the largest, if not the largest um, app mm-hmm. people are using. Mm-hmm. So when I saw when I saw Robinhood, you know, they opened up the limits again, unlimited. You know, part of me was like, okay, that means a lot more people can buy again. But, you know, the hype is down. Right. Uh, also, are people still using Robinhood? Right. I, I don't know, right? Um, so it yeah. is It is a bit pessimistic. It's like a, hmm, can we, can we really win this? And I think, to talk about the mood, it's like we, we want, of course, we want to believe, we want to hold, right? Like, this hold, hold on, hold on to the goddamn stocks. But then, it's like every week, Every day, not yep. like every day this week, there was like a new, a new development headline or something like, oh, why, mm. why we're getting fucked. Exactly. It's really hard to keep the momentum going. And I think in that sense, the hedge funds, like they know how to break people down. Right. And I guess we can talk about group mentality and and how many like I, I think the people that are still holding and the people that are still here are the true like populist movement, <laughs> I guess you can say. Am, am I calling myself a populist? I don't know. But yeah, the paper hands have left. Uh, I, I, I wish that the momentum could keep going, but I totally understand the people that have left because like when you're fighting against, you know, the, the scariest people in the world, like the people that literally run the biggest conspiracy in the world, which is like people that print money and create money and value out of thin air. Like it's it's pretty hard to try to win by their rules. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, it, it's been a it's been a kind of depressing week. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Has there been any threads on Reddit where people actually explain they're expressing their, you know, maybe frustration with through emotional investing where they're like, oh, I got in at GameStop, but I lost. Like, you know, have, has there been any people resent, resenting this uh, Wall Street bets movement because they got in uh, with all this hype and then they, they ended up losing so much money? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. There is. You won't really see that on the Wall Street bets subreddit, but if you go to like a quote unquote neutral um, subreddit, like just stocks or like options or like investing or anything like that um you'll see people being like i bought in gamestop when it was like above 300 and then it was like the biggest mistake of my life and um now i know not to bandwagon on things like this etc etc so there have been like there's of course there's sentiment like you know when you see it go from 100 to 300 you're gonna be like man let's let's get on this thing but yeah, yeah, there have been people that um, have lost a lot of money. You know what's funny though? Like on the Wall Street Bets subreddit, you'll see. I okay, so I haven't been on the Wall Street Bets subreddit. I was on it when it was like under one million, and now it's like eight million or something. But when I was on it, there's just like it. It used to be this place where people would post like what we would call loss porn. So like they post their losses, you know what I mean? And it's just like the chart. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's yeah, just to go down. It's like, look, I lost 30K today. Uh, oh, you lost 30K. I lost 50K. Oh, I lost 100K. Like stuff like that, right? And they would just kind of like talk about losing all their money. <laughs> it's so it's so like such a weird environment. With this week, like, you know, everyone is losing money this week. But on Wall Street Bets, they'll post it and then they'll be like, jokes on them. Red's my favorite color. <laughs> So these guys, I don't know. They're just like really funny. I I, I know people that have walked out of this who uh, 
got in at a good time and left at a good time turned four digits into six digits after they left and it's so i'm glad that you know we are seeing people mm-hmm. walk away with that wall street money <laughs> right like regular people walking away with with uh, the mistakes that wall street has made uh with this particular company mm-hmm. i mean i'm doing good too some of them are doing good yeah donating yeah donating um, like there's people buying video games mm-hmm. Sending it to hospitals, like yeah, good shit, man. Yeah, I've been seeing that, like because a lot of people on Reddit would also post, like on Wall Street Bets, they would post, like, don't just buy GameStop stock, actually support the stores, mm-hmm. you know, actually support GameStop the stores. So a lot of people with their winnings, they would buy like Nintendo Switches from GameStop and games, and then donate it to children's hospitals. And I think like that is such a beautiful thing, right? Like this is kind of the best case scenario you can hope for in a situation like this. Oh yeah where people reinvest the winnings, give to charity, but also give back to the vehicle, which is GameStop, that helped them get those gains in the first place. Mm -hmm. What I find interesting is that now that people see how wealth is essentially created out of thin air now, a lot of people are going towards crypto. Have you heard? Have you guys heard more about that? Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I dipped my toes into crypto uh-huh. this week. You buying that Bitcoin? Some... Bitcoin, Gavin? <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not there. After after getting my ass kicked by GME, I'm, I'm not ready. I'll wait for a dip. I bought some Doge. Oh, shit. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. <laughs> Dogecoin. And for people that don't know, Elon Musk. What is Doge? Elon Musk writes a tweet about Do- Dogecoin <laughs> is a coin which was founded in 2013 uh-huh. by some guys who like who like the the Shiba Inu, the the meme, <laughs> the, meme. the Doge. The Doge. Um, I, I don't know how to break it down any further. It's it started off as a joke coin, but now it's <laughs> it's like four cents, five cents now. Crazy. Uh, Elon Elon tweeted about it. Jumped to six cents, <laughs> six seven cents. So oh, it sounds like somebody needs to get a hold of Elon and get him to tw- tweet about it more and more and more. Elon needs to tweet about GME and Doge. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and we'll be okay. Oh my god! And pass the poutine podcast. Exactly. Yes. He needs to <laughs> support support my super Christian podcast. Um, yeah, I I think like when I was looking, I kind of like looked at crypto too, just because the reason I started looking at stocks at all in the first place before GME was because I was like, the government is printing out way too much money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to figure out how to make my money less useless. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look into stocks. And then just looking at crypt- uh, crypto, like, I mean, I've heard about it for sure, but just seeing how it was like 5,000 or something like last year. Yep. And now it's like 50,000 is like, kind of insanity is it not bitcoin yeah bitcoin even ethereum ethereum's like like at it's 2k it's over 2k 2K. it's like uh 2300 now or something it's like ridiculous yeah i was like holy shit what the hell is going on so i don't know i don't know it's uh it's really uh, hectic i personally think um because of this whole gme situation like Again, it's 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 a it's a sign of or a catalyst of saying, hey, like we actually need a decentralized system, and what better way to do it with is with crypto, man. It's just I think I think I think this mm-hmm. this has a lot to do with the movement, uh, with people transitioning to crypto. It's the people's currency, you know. Yeah. Elon said Doge is the people's currency. <laughs> did he say that? Did he actually say that? Yeah, said, a- I think he did on a tweet. Oh he did. He my did say that. God. <laughs> Elon he, Musk there's, is such there's a the troll. one morning uh-huh. he's 
he spammed like five tweets in a row about Doge. Oh, damn. No. And everyone was like, "Oh fuck, gotta get on Doge. You gotta get it." It chilled out now. It's back. It's back at like four. Oh my four gosh. something. Fuck, I need to get Twitter oh. and follow him. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like he's the messiah. Every guy I know worships Elon Musk. Isn't that funny? I don't know if it's funny. You guys are guys, but like, yeah. I, <laughs> honestly, I don't even know what he does. He's just like a. He could just be like a, like a hovering spirit now. I think you know, he like, is. He, he's just part of the force. Yeah. yeah. Talking about Star Wars, he's 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 like the force. Oh my god. Oh. He says something, we follow him. You know what? I forgot to mention this. Now that we're talking about Elon Musk, my brother was telling me. Uh, I w- I didn't watch this interview, but Elon Musk called in and talked to the CEO of Robinhood. Yeah. Did you guys hear about this? No, I didn't. No. Uh, okay, yeah. So I guess it's on YouTube. So I guess he like called in. I think this was live or something. And then Elon Musk was literally like, who made you do it? Did you have a gun to your head? Like he said shit like that. Like, holy to shit. The, to the, I was like, holy shit, Elon Musk. <laughs> I know you're trying to save us. Just like sell some of your Tesla stock. Buy some GME if you really want to save us. You know what I mean? <laughs> he he asked, he asked the, the Robin Hood guy. If he, if he had a gun pointed to his head, it's like the orders to, to halt the trading. I was like, holy shit. I mean, that's something I would say, but I'm not Elon Musk. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a fuck, man. He doesn't give he a does fuck anymore. He's above a fuck. He, he's above. That's why he's he's the uh, he's the Yoda. You know, he, he is the Yoda. Yeah. He's baby. He's Yoda. just there. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't need to. Uh, speaking of other big names who batted for. Wall Street, Mark Cuban, Mark oh, Cuban yes. did an AMA on Reddit oh. uh, on Wall Street bets, and uh, when you know he came on for like two hours, mm-hmm. it felt so optimistic. I'm like, yo, here's Mark Cuban, he's he's with the people, he's in the trenches with the people. Right. Of course, he said he never he didn't buy any stocks yeah. himself, but <laughs> I, I, maybe sus, but maybe he can't. I don't know. He did. He did say he doesn't do a lot of, you know, like that that level of day trading, but um, he he came in and basically said everyone told everyone to hold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said if you can hold, mm-hmm. hold. You know, if if you're not going broke, hold. Um, and you know, I thought that motivated a lot of the WSB, the Wall Street bets people, but then the next day it just kept dropping <laughs> and dropping. <laughs> Oh, like no. we have Elon, we have Mark Cuban. Who else do we need? We we need literal Jesus. <laughs> like I, I don't. He's gonna come. If back. Jesus, if Jesus bought GME, it still wouldn't go up. That's that's the feeling. Oh that my yeah. god, you're so right. You're so right. At this point, who could save GME? I don't know, guys. I'm still waiting for that short data to come out on February 9th. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, either way, diamond hands till we die, right, Gavin? <laughs> Diamond hands. We're gonna be on yachts, or we're gonna be eating from food stamps. It's it's one of the two. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, when you guys are on yachts, don't forget about me. If you guys are on food stamps, trust me, I won't forget about you. <laughs> you're, you're you're welcome, Aaron. Deal, we're, Aaron we'll deal. record episode three yeah. on the yacht. It'll be on the yacht in episode. No more of this over the internet shit. <laughs> Flying everyone to the yacht to record the podcast. Exactly. You're just gonna hear like crashing waves in the background because yeah. they're gonna be on yachts everybody do, just wait the squeeze has not been squoze do, do i have to do i have to bring my own life jacket? nina's 10 stocks <laughs> <laughs> because, 
take us home. Nina's 10 stocks. <laughs> I'm not selling till they're 1 million each, you guys. <laughs> 1 million each, that's $10 million. USD. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, one day we'll get there. I, I wanted to ask, realistically, mm. on February 9th, the short data, if it does show that hedge funds they still need to buy a lot of a lot of stocks to put things simply does that mean we're good no 100 percent no no because they can hold they can hold on forever right my my impression from reading again from reading reddit right is like oh we're gonna hear this big news on on the ninth mm-hmm. and uh if it turns out hedge funds they still need to cover their shorts that's good news for us. That that was the T L D R I understood. Right. Well But Aaron, you're saying you're saying that's not necessarily the case, no, right? No, definitely. Uh, at least in my opinion, I don't think so. <laughs> um, Explain yourself. Okay, the, the the reason why is because at least with this whole GME AMC and all that stuff, back then, uh these hedge funds, they didn't expect the general populace or the retail investors to do this to actually arrange uh, to come into unison and you know come as a group and do this right to bet against their shorts but now that they can mm-hmm. expect it if they are in shorts they they could double down you know what i mean they can double down against their short just a hedge and actually come up ahead if people are actually there's they have a lot more details right based on prior data so it, they can short their short yeah they basically. can hedge their short yeah they can short their short <laughs> you can put it that way right so my God! And what I mean by that, like, let, let's say, if, let's say if they put ten mil, let's just say for random or easiness, they put a hundred dollars in the short, and news comes out, and apparently Wall Street bets is like, oh, you guys, like, you know, they're again over leveraged, like they've shorted one hundred fifty percent of out of hundred percent of their stocks. Everybody get in, like they can also be like, it's, they already have a hundred dollars in the short. They could be like, oh, you know what? Let's put two hundred dollars with a buy, you know, this way. Uh, they'll still be at gain with the expectation that everybody, you know, is going to go up. And then once, you know, when, when the price does go exceed whatever the amount that they're short is, they're already in the money. They just have to let go. And since, again, they, they most likely they have the majority of the shares, the moment they sell is when people get fucked. Wow. Man. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's a lot of scenarios that can happen. So I, I, I don't necessarily think because this information is available that it's going to happen again you know like a- it's not guaranteed right it's because it's, it's, it's interesting because you're right this is the first time they're seeing the retail investors going doing something so then it wouldn't yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah. after hearing what aaron said that like fuck it they, they just double down yeah it's like, oh, it's gonna drop again. All right, we we set up, we short our shorts. Right. Jesus. And, damn. and from a standpoint, like just, I just, I don't, again, like just given a scenario. I'm not saying this is gonna happen for sure, but you know, you can have all these hedge funds. Like you have, all like I think the hedge funds don't necessarily just take one position, right? You can have hedge fund A that'll make the short, or you'll see a, hedge fund A, B, C, and D already made these certain shorts. But maybe you have different hedge funds that have the same affiliation. They'll make it so they'll make it look like hedge fund A, B, C, and D made the shorts. But there's also hedge fund E, F, G, H, Y, which could be affiliated, but they'll go against the short. You know what I mean? 
they can also do that. So it, it, it makes the general public to perceive that, you know what, there are actually different hedge funds doing these things. So in reality, it's it's all one bubble. Like there's also that that possibility too. So it's it's quite psychological warfare. Yeah. Damn. So damn, this is depressing. Like, like <laughs> these folks, they learn from their mistakes. Well, I assume the majority of people, right, they learn learn from their mistakes, right? So, Nina, we either we either ball out on yachts, <laughs> or I, tell I mean, or tell the or tell the great 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 kids. <laughs> uh, that we were we were uh, martyrs in this in this historical battle. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my god. Um, I mean, both case scenarios are great. Obviously, one is greater than the other. I do like water. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, you. I. I mean, I don't have much to say. I'm still holding. Um, I mean, it's not a lot, but you know, I, I feel like I need to be a part of this movement. This is an exciting part of history, I guess, for me. And and I, it's fun. It, it's, it's fun, fun right? Yeah. You know, like it's as as depressing as it is. It's fun. <laughs> um, there's three hundred percent gonna make a movie about this oh yeah oh yeah so oh let's talk about who's gonna play who who do you guys think like who is gonna play like the redditors like who's gonna be wall street bets you know and who's gonna be ryan cohen or like i think they're gonna you know steve carell <laughs> they're gonna yeah. they're gonna have the, the whole cast of the big short back back in well i well <laughs> i wouldn't say the whole cast but i feel like steve carell like he did a good job in the big short to the point where i feel like he he might put they might the cast he, he might be a person uh or how should I put this? He he would be one of the Wall Street Bets members. Oh, he would be a Wall Street Bets guy. I think I th- I think they might put him as like the guy, whatever the the Reddit name were. Deep um, fucking value. Deep fucking yeah, value. Deep fucking value. Oh my god, that would it, be so good. Cause like, cause if you think about it, and and let's just say in the world of finance, like the perception mm. is that the perception is that retail investors don't know anything, right? That's that's yeah. That was the perception, right? What better way to do it with this with some funny ass motherfucker like him, <laughs> you know, re- representing deep fucking value. You know, this guy's mm-hmm. like, just yeah, he's just like your your average Joe, and <laughs> like he's really good at th- those roles in my opinion. I fucking love him for that. <laughs> I it was you know it was really hard for me to watch The Big Short with Steve Carell in it because I'm so used to seeing him play like Michael Scott. So for for my brain to transition into like you know a serious hedge fund dude, I was like, oh. it's like parkour, parkour. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my brain ever got there. <laughs> but I'm so excited. What do you guys think the name of the movie is gonna be? The Big Squeeze, but that might be too cheesy. I want like I mean, well, it's not over yet, right? It would be good if the movie was called Diamond Hands. <laughs> see, you see, me. Nina, that entails that entails. The good guys wins. Exactly. We, we exactly. win. We, we want to so, win. I want to win. If we don't win, no movie. You know, just, just fuck it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Who's going to watch a movie where the the bad guys win? Right, you know? right. Exactly. That's true. That's episode two of the trilogy. That's where we are now. Yeah. You know, unless they're making a, a whole series. Where... No, no one's trying to watch, <laughs> watch the bad guys win. Oh, my God. So... We we gotta win this. We're, if we're not, win this. if if not just for the movie, <laughs> yeah, we gotta win just this. Just to for show the, movie. the great grandkids. 
I was in this movie. <laughs> you see Steve Carell? I, I inspired this movie. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I'm an extra in this movie. <laughs> but like literally. I had single digit yeah. stocks. I don't give a fuck. I was in this movie. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's going to be so, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. Oh, I think they are talking about production of the movie and they have already um, casted oh, some people. Uh, let me look it up really Who's quick. on it? I would want uh, to see... That's so crazy. Who's... Yeah, who... This, this shit's not what even the over. Fuck? They're already talking about a movie. That's how... That's how intense it is. I want to see Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Oh, me too. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, do you guys know who Noah Centeno... Centino? Cent... Do you guys know who I'm talking about? I don't. Let me see if we can... <laughs> oh, this is the guy from uh, To All The Boys. To All The Boys. Aaron, do you know... Do you know that movie? No. <laughs> Does that make me not white anymore? <laughs> not, not like there's any issue with me being it, white. It makes, but... <laughs> you, it makes you not a teenage girl. Gavin, how do you know th- about that movie? <laughs> yeah, Gavin, how the fuck do you know about this movie? <laughs> it's a girl's I'm movie. I'm a teenage girl. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I bought GameStop stocks. <laughs> Every teenage girl on the planet knows what this movie is. Um, To all the boys I've loved before. And Noah is, he's like the, like the current heart teen heartthrob right now it's also that movie is also going to be a trilogy right yeah yeah the the third one is coming out on valentine's day i'm very excited you guys i fucking love that franchise (laughs) it's so good you should watch it's on netflix um i don't know if you would like it i love it i love it every girl i know loves this movie to all the boys i've loved before it's so good um the second one mm, i didn't really like it the first one loved third one looks amazing cannot wait but yeah i think so far they've only casted him he's gonna be who i wonder exactly like that's what i was thinking because he i think he's like 19 or 20 or something so i'm just wondering like who is he gonna play i think he's probably gonna play like a redditor right because he's so young i think so i think he'll take he'll take the pov he'll take the pov of a normal person right 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 yeah that's what a normal very attractive looking person super attractive guy that lives in his mom's who basement will, <laughs> who will follow him yeah he's probably poor yeah, invested like, his super life hot. savings into it <laughs> yeah and it ends up donating 10 nintendo switches to a children's hospital it's, oh he's yeah. the guy that exactly he's the guy that makes gains goes to gamestop and donates to charity oh my god as if he doesn't have enough uh amazing amazing pr already but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the movie. I'm also excited for it to all the boys, <laughs> number three coming out on Valentine's Day. I don't know. And any last words before I end this this episode? Because uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm about to cry. I haven't I like I cry every hour this whole week because we of. Uh, what, what I just want to reiterate, Nina. <laughs> yeah. It's not over yet. Yeah, it's Remember, not over. It's always a trilogy. It's not over. It's always a trilogy. This is like the most like. This episode, last episode, this episode, our our part three. It's this podcast is is going off the rails, you guys. <laughs> so bipolar, but hey. I'm ready. That's how trilogies are, Nina. First movie <laughs> always great. Right. Oh yeah, you're right. Second movie. <gasps> you're. Meh. Oh my god, you're right. You're right. And the third movie is gonna be kick ass. Return exactly. Return of the GME. <laughs> and you know what, like. Yeah. Second movie is always about training, 
learning. The setback. Or uh, growth. Resilience. <laughs> exactly. 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 We're, we're just in part two of the part three trilogy. The banger is coming. The banger yeah. is coming. We'll get oh, there. Yeah. Definitely. We'll get there. Part three is going to be so loud, <laughs> as you said, because the ocean waves crashing into the oh, yacht. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, that the wind? It's just going to be an hour of seagulls and, you know, waves. Everyone's just going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> just going to hear me blowing into <laughs> my mic. It's just going to be like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like nothing else needs to be said. Yeah. It's, it's going to be so good, you guys. I'm I'm ready. Um the squeeze has not been closed. Um, we are diamond fucking hands, and I will see everyone next week. But also check out Aaron and Gavin's podcast, First Generations and DIU Pod. They're also Asian Canadian podcasters. Support my friends. Thank you guys for being on my podcast today. Thank you. It was an honor. It was hard. I'm not gonna lie. It was hard to come on. You know, had to had to wipe away some tears. To- <laughs> Intermittently cry. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's just how it is, you know, take a line, like, um, snort a line of cocaine, you yeah. know, here and there just to feel alive. I'm going to roll into a ball, <laughs> roll in the corner of my room, just like fetal position. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's how, that's how we do it. Okay. I w- that's my training. <laughs> Episode two. That's my training. There we go. There we Crying go. in the corner. Crying in the corner. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, guys, let's do a part three. I don't know if it will be next week. If it's amazing next week, it might be next week. We'll see you guys. Yeah. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. again, if not, <laughs> next year. Next year. <laughs> Ten years from 50 now. Fifty years from now. I don't give if a we're fuck. still alive, exactly. right? There's gonna. I promise everyone. There's gonna be a part three. I can't promise the date. <laughs> okay so that's it uh thank you everyone for listening to this episode of pass the poutine podcast thank you to my two guests aaron and gavin for coming on the show today i will see everyone on the next episode bye